We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One o'clock hour here on a Victory Monday. Cody and Gold hanging out with you for the next hour. Then we hand things off to CDOT on the drive. We'll get to, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I got really nervous because I had one, you know, normal me screw up earlier in which I repeated you. And somebody accused me of stealing a tweet similar to the one I stole from Ken Swanson. But good news. Happy to report. Did not steal a tweet from Ken Swanson. I instead sent it five minutes earlier than him this time. So I'm in it. Breaking news. Cody sent a tweet. I'm just saying I didn't. I got accused of stealing a tweet again. From Ken Swanson, which had happened. Are you calling previously. him out? You guys got beef? Wait, no, got I don't think issue? he stole it from me. We're, but we're even. You guys are. You guys beefing? I do think you steal tweets. Are you guys arguing? Yeah, there's been too many. There's been too many people accuse you. Too many. They were too wrong on this one. Yeah, but then the past. Also, we let Alex off the hook. He blatantly stole a tweet huh? a week ago, and we didn't even bring it up. Huh? Oh, he did. What tweet was that? You. Oh, Nick, you were the one who sent it to me. Come on. I don't obviously, remember I, this. See, obviously, I didn't. We do were it. gonna. What about ism? What? That's what that's exactly what about this is. How come you guys didn't say anything if you thought I did? We were going to. But there you was, There was a planned conversation. Oh. We got busy. Hmm. Things happened. I honestly have no idea what tweet you're talking about. I don't think I stole anything. Um, I don't steal tweets. Nope. I don't sit back and have Here enough it is. time you to You stole it from Ari Myrov, who, who sent the tweet. That? Doesn't matter. You stole it from him. He's a very popular oh, Twitter. Oh, that guy. That guy. He said, do you follow him? Of course. Okay. That's well, a very convenient tweet. His tweet, word for word. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes' regular season is over. His final stat line, 435 of 648, 67% completion, 5,250 yards, passing yards, goes on the whole stats. Yeah. He's the favorite to win MVP honors. Your tweet. Patrick Mahomes, 2022 season, 5,002. It's the exact, I swear to God. It's not the, the stat, same tweet, though. Nope, the stats oh, are in the exact no. order. The record's in the exact order. Oh, no. Soon to be two-time no. NFL MVP. It's shockingly, wow. it's, 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 it's ripped off. No, I can't believe put, I work I with, think, I can't I believe I work he, with uh, two thieves. I don't think he put Super Bowl odds in there or anything either. So it's definitely not the same he did. tweet. He said he is the favorite to win MVP honors. You said soon to be your two time NFL MVP. That's not the same tweet. Okay. Close enough. I don't think so. The order in which you put yards, touchdowns, yeah. interceptions, record, and the number one seed are the exact order he put them in. I mean, you typically when stats are laid out, I don't know, Cody, if you've, I thought you've done it long enough, but like yards and touchdowns usually go right after each other. That's usually, that's usually record. And then number one, because the conversation started about you and now you're trying to, you're trying to go what, like Nick said, you know, we're just trying to take the attention off of your stealing of tweets. I didn't steal a tweet. I just specifically told you. you You You've never been accused of stealing tweets. Me. Well, that I don't know if it's true either, but I don't, I'm not going to get into that. You guys make me eating. sick. You're eat- what are you eating again? My the chips. What are you-, you still? Burrito. <laughs> Burrito. From where? From where? Uh, from home. Oh, homemade. Yeah. Homemade? I made some, made some chicken. 
Did you okay. see? Like, I can't believe this is Tony Romo was trying to eat. Clearly, clearly, like on trying air? to eat. Yes. There's a clip of him clearly trying to eat something on to- air. Tony similar Romo. to Nick. Uh, Tony Romo, that's maybe a conversation we can have later. So Tony Romo, and I, I agree with people that have brought up. He doesn't seem as good this year as the past. I think it's pretty simple. Why? That is. Uh, he's been out of the league long enough. Now he doesn't know as much about each team before he could guess everything because he saw a lot of the same defenses, a lot of the same players, a lot of the same offenses. Now all you're that. saying his guessing is less informed. Yeah, make, he's not, he's not locked in as much. He's further Ooh. removed from the league. You know what I mean? Like the league changes very quickly. And so he doesn't know as much about the coaching staffs, different coordinators, different play designs, all this. He's not ready for it as much as he was in the past. I think that's, I think that's part of it. I also think he should get out of the nickname game. He's got to stop. He's got to stop trying to give people nicknames. It's like every single one. You're like, stop it. Like you called him Joe. You're like, that's January. already a nickname. Somebody already has that. You've got to choose a different way to do it. But yes. Yeah. The Mr. January part was also um, obviously not working out in his favor. Right, let's talk about Mahomes, though. We heard from Andy Reid mentioned that, uh, you know, if he was to compare the ankle injury from 2019, I guess it was against Jacksonville. He says this is not as bad, which I don't know, calm some people's nerves down maybe a little bit because he was able to not miss any time in that season. I don't think there's a single Chiefs fan, right, that thinks right now that he's not playing on Sunday. Like, truly, is there anybody that does not think Patrick Mahomes is playing on Sunday? I don't think so. I I don't know if there's anybody that doesn't believe he's playing. And there's no reason, in my opinion, to believe he's not. Based off of so far the early indication, whether it was Jake Lazor last night saying the ankle looked better than they thought, there's no fractures or anything. It's a high ankle sprain, which is going to limit him, no question, but – it's AFC title game week, treatment, rehab, all week long, even if he doesn't practice. He doesn't, like, if there's anybody you can tell me, tell me Cody doesn't need reps, uh, reps during the week, Patrick Mahomes in this offense. He's been starting for five years in the same system. I think that, that, that in that game was clearly his, like, it's going to go down as, like, the great injury moment to overcome, right? But he only gets, like, the Kirk Gibson you know, like quite, you know, Kerry Strug. I think those are the, like he only gets those if he wins the Super Bowl. All the people that we talk about, these like historic overcoming injuries, the flu game, those are all in championship runs. That's part of what makes them special. Lots of people like Byron Leftwich once played through a serious injury where he's like limping up the field and people are having to physically carry him up to do it. It's a cool moment, but we don't talk about it on the same level as those other ones because it's not a championship moment. If this is the thing, this is, you know, and honestly, I think that this will probably be the thing I remember the most if they go on to win it. I don't know what's going to happen in the Super Bowl, obviously, or in this AFC Championship game, but this will be the defining moment to me that he fought on the sideline to get back in a game, came back in a game, helped them win it, and then goes on to win the Super Bowl. It'll be like he refused to come out of the game. He was arguing, and I get it. They eventually talked him, like, we're not going to put you back in until mm-hmm. you go get this x-ray. Yeah, he's probably, I'm, I'm assuming, I mean, I'm guessing he was a little fearful of getting the x-ray because what, you know, you don't want to find out uh, the minute they, fa- you know, if they were to find something more serious than even the high ankle sprain, then you're not going back in the game. And so he got that, that was probably part of the thought process other than just not wanting to leave the field. You probably were worried about the worst case scenario. Like, for me, what concerns me about the injury the most for Sunday, and I, we all agree he's playing, but is not him in the pocket, well protected. And can he plant? That's not, I'm more concerned personally if they get pressure on him, kind of the Mahomes magic, able to make a guy miss or extend the play out, that kind of stuff to me may not be there on Sunday from him. And so if there is a game ever where you need Orlando Brown Jr., 
and Andrew Wiley in particular, the two tackles, because that's generally where they've struggled, if anywhere. The interior's been pretty damn good. That is going to be there. They're watching. Look, I, I, I'm sure Andy Reid, whether it's initially or adjustments prepared to make them, McKinnon's always stays in already at times to block. Blake Bell's available. Remember, they got four tight ends available now. Uh, Jody Fortson could be uh, taken off IR if they needed him. Like, talk about blocking and bringing an extra blocker. I think they'll have some wrinkles. You think we're going to ask him to play a different style? Not a different style, but you can. Have, if, if it becomes a struggle for Wiley or Orlando Brown, I think they would be prepared to have an extra tight end brought in if they need to, if, it's, if that's what's required to keep the quarterback upright and, and have success. They used McKinnon more that way, as you'd pointed out. And that, that obviously seemed to make a bit of a difference, but I think that you have to. You cannot, not against Cincinnati. I don't know that you're going to just play some grind-out version no. of a game. Like, I don't think you can do that. And honestly, I'm not overly concerned about it yet, partially because of what we pointed out earlier. He's had high ankle sprain before. He played the next week in a regular season game. So anybody who wants to go to bat and be like, you know what? He wouldn't even be playing if this were a, a regular season game. They'd leave him out. Wrong. He had a high ankle sprain that Andy Reid described today as being more severe than the one he has now. I think it was a different ankle, but still the other. Yeah, it, yeah. it was the left ankle that time. It's a right ankle this time. So it's a different ankle, but it's the, you know, it's still a high ankle sprain. Something he's had before. He said that it was less bad than the one before. And he played the very next week against the Raiders and went for 443 yards and four touchdowns. We should have a counter going this week. I don't know if Nick is still over there, but uh, I think he might have went and got some chips or something. But uh, we should have an ankle counter. I th- how many times are we going to say ankle uh, this entire week on the show? By the end of the week, do we think we get to 1,000 times by the time we get to Friday? How many are at right now? Like I, if somebody went back and listened oh. to the entire four-hour show, Today, how many times do you think we will have said the word ankle by the time it was over? Well over 100 times, don't you think? Probably. I, mean, just I suggested part. a sounder that said ankle watch. Did Nick really leave? He did. He did. I don't know where. He did leave. Where? <laughs> Who knows, man? Where did he go? I, I have no idea. He's gone. He'll be back at some point. No, but like the bad the, combination, the, the, the burrito ankle, and jalapeno may, chips. Maybe may, may the 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 ankle certainly is going to be the, the entire focus this week, and understandably so. You're talking about your best player, the best quarterback in football, and and his mobility. But it's more just like what does it actually prevent him maybe from doing? And I think it's more the magical type stuff. Doesn't mean they can't win without that. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's just the, the task is tall. It's a hell of a football team they're going to play. Number one, even we've seen what's happened when Mahomes has been healthy and how, t- how tough of games those have been. Yeah, close margin of defeats, three points in each game. Uh, for, and, and, you know, the Chiefs are slight favorites in, in this game. But I just want to know what that particular uh, protection scheme is going to look like. Do you think no matter what, you'll remember this This as being like he played through a significant injury kind of game? Like, will you remember that way, knowing that's just a high – because if you'd found out, obviously, it's like the Tiger Woods, right? And he had a torn ACL and he played the rest of that. He <laughs> went on to win a – you know, went, went on to win a major – even though he was suffering through a very serious injury. Like, in the end, it is a high ankle sprain. It's a very serious injury. It limits your mobility. I think what stands out to me is that he was still making plays. He's still making, because that first drive of that game yesterday was incredible. He was doing everything, right? I mean, he was doing jump passes. He's throwing quick sidearm underneath. He's running for first downs. He was perfect. It was like Mahomes in all of his glory, right? Here's everything he's capable of doing, all in his bag of tricks, all to go down and score a touchdown. It looked perfect and flawless and easy. But then it's like when he's still making like jump passes later in the game, but on the other foot, the one that you wouldn't normally jump on in order to, you know, throw darts to MVS in the back of the end zone, that to me felt different. He still ran for a first down, even though he could barely move. He stood on the sidelines for the remainder of the game to try to make a point. Like I, 
I think that I'll always kind of remember it that way, even if it's not the same as some of the as serious as some of those other injuries. It's the NFL, uh, man, it's hard to play quarterback with a high ankle sprain. Can I give you guys some bad news? Sure. Real quick. Uh, and it requires the Chiefs winning, though, on Sunday. That's good news. The bad news with it. This from footballzebras.com. I mean, is that a real reputable site? Absolutely. That's one, oh, dude. It is the. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the officials website. According to who? It is football zebras. The officials. Okay. According to them, based off of the assignment patterns and deductive reasoning, they can predict comfortably, they say, that Carl Sheffers will be the referee for the Super Bowl in Arizona. That is a report from footballzebras.com. Well, that's just the worst news ever. Mm-hmm. We're trying to well, have a nice Monday. I don't know. I think I mean, like a negative. I think like, at that point. I think them saying like Patrick Mahomes fractured his fibula would be worse. The contenders are Bill Vinovich what? and Carl Sheffers. Where'd you go? Why'd you, you look at me like that? Because you, you left. We, were, we looked at you and you left, man. Where'd you go? I, I have to do. Th- I do stuff, dude. You just left in the middle of the segment. I was gone for 90 seconds. No. Minutes. I think maybe four or even five. Three, it was probably. not. No, it wasn't. It was not literally 90 seconds. We mentioned to you. I'll take the over. We need. Let's make a bet. I'll take the over 90 seconds. How are you going to prove it? What do you mean? We've got Hmm? video evidence. Wait, were you were were three cameras up at the time? No, that's clearly over. So okay, so yeah, go ahead and uh, prove it to me. Let me know when you have the evidence. Honestly, it might be ninety seconds after we said, "Where's Nick?" and then you came back. We were saying we need you to keep track of how many times we say "ankle" this week. Well, no, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) But what if we asked you? No, that's too hard. That's too hard. Do you either way? <laughs> too hard? Yes. I hope the zebra, footballzebras.com is wrong. I don't want him officiating a Super Bowl. He officiated one Super Bowl for the Chiefs. I mean, that's right. That's right. What yeah. if what if it, Carl Sheppers is the Super Bowl referee? The Chiefs win. He calls a perfect game. Like the Chiefs just have like will we let one it go? or two. Yeah, will we let it go if yeah. there's only like if that, one? Yeah, if that, if that happens, yes, then we can move on. So there's only like one penalty called against we the Chiefs. We can move on if the, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl with a game he's officiating and it's not and he doesn't screw it up. Yep. But you don't want that because he mucks games up. It's not good if you're if you're the favorite in games he officiates. It's not very good, and it happened for Buffalo on Saturday or on Sunday. I'd imagine the Chiefs will be would be favorites against either. I think whoever the AFC team is, yeah. Against you're talking about like the NFC team. In yeah, they would be yeah. It, the the line would be closer to a pick 'em versus the Eagles, wouldn't it? Like it would be similar to this line, right? It would probably open around two or three. Yeah, yeah. neutral yeah. side. I mean, to me, the Bengals against San Francisco would be maybe like two and a half point favorites. The the Chiefs against San Francisco would be maybe three. I, I thought mean, it would be more than that for San Francisco. I, I think it might be four and a half. Well, it depends. They're, it's a Super Bowl. How many, you, you have know, to remember that at one point, odds makers had the 49ers as the favorite out of the NFC before. Yeah, but seeing the way they've played the last two weeks, like you know how different it gets when the playoffs roll around and all of a sudden. Because here's the thing. If the Chiefs destroyed the Niners in the Super Bowl and Brock Purdy looks like the last pick of the NFL draft in his rookie year, we'd say, oh, yeah, how did we not see that coming? I wouldn't be shocked if it's up around five points. If it were the Niners, Eagles uh, seems like more more around the two point mark. Yeah, that feels like they'll go. Yeah, like you said, two maybe. And three I points. know a lot about gambling. They the should give me my own show. Um, the last. What do you want to call it? 
The last couple. The other betting show? The other. Uh, so the last couple, just, you know, like spreads, like we just don't see big spreads in the Super Bowl recently. So last year, Rams were four and a half point favorites. They obviously lost. But then the Chiefs were three point favorites against the Bucs. The Chiefs were one and a half point favorites against the Niners. Then New England, two and a half. New England, four and a half. New England, three. Well, point being, there hasn't been a team that's been favored by more than a half, four and a half in a Super Bowl since 2010. Just doesn't usually, just doesn't really. What was that, Packers? Uh, 2010, the Colts, actually. Five point favorites against the. Saints, New Orleans ended up winning yeah, 117. Yeah, that was the one. That was the one ring that Breeze and, and Payton won together. Yeah. So anyway, we'll worry about that later. But yeah, definitely. Don't, I, I hope that report is wrong about the officiating. Chiefs have to take care of business first and foremost. But it is a verified Twitter account, so I mean, you know. Oh, it's a yeah. It's like it's not a fake site. It is definitely a real like. It all, looks very all, well all put their, together. Yeah, Footballzebras.com. Like, it, really, it really is all about officiating. It's it's definitely. But I just don't. I just don't want you know crybaby over there uh, officiating. There's no foul in the play for a block in the back. Timeout. Can't have him. Cannot have him doing the Super Bowl. Not against the Chiefs. Hey, choose someone. Chiefs else. won that game though. They, People forget they, that they, they did win against. People the Raiders. forget that they did. Mm-hmm. Chris Jones would have set a career high in sacks instead of tying it if it wasn't for that guy. What if that game motivated him though? Like, what if to get more sacks? He yeah. What if he wouldn't have played so hard had that moment not happened? So really what you're suggesting is that we should thank Carl Sheffers, like a letter writer. No, campaign. I'm just saying we don't know. You never know. I'll tell you what. Butterfly effect. We as a show that if they get to this, if they get to the Super Bowl and Carl Sheffers is the referee okay. and they win and he calls a perfect game, mm-hmm. we can start a letter writing campaign telling him thank you. For we don't need, great to, we don't need to do that. He still sucks. A I letter mean, we just, writing we campaign. <laughs> we don't need it. When's the last a... time you wrote a letter? <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Ten years. Yeah, I don't even know. So man. now not only are we going to write one. Handwritten letter? Yeah. Oh. Handwritten. That shows that you care. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. That's, who, you, that's the you. point. I appreciate that, Bill Snyder. I I don't know the last he time He just blocked me. He didn't even send me a letter. Oh, yeah. Did you ever, did you ever resolve that issue? No, I'm still the blocked. The beef He's... that you have with Bill Snyder? No. I still can't believe that you were feuding with a legend in his Feud. 80s. Feuding. <laughs> <laughs> Do anything. He blocked you for a reason. I'm just having my accident. To get blocked by Bill Snyder. Like, I mean. Why did you do what you did to him? Again, I don't think it did anything. You tweeted out. I went back GIF. and checked. Still blocked. You were clout Making chasing fun of a during the national. Yeah, exactly. During the national semifinal game, you're clout chasing. He didn't like it. <laughs> you think that Bill Snyder? Why did you send out the gift when you knew? When you knew Cody that Bill Snyder would see it. <laughs> <laughs> I know Bill Snyder would see it. He didn't follow me before. Well, you know he's a former football coach, so of course he's going to be paying attention to what's going on. Think Snyder just scrolling Twitter. Yeah, of course regularly. he's got his laptop next is. to him. He's yeah. watching all the he tweets. He watches come the games in. like yeah. the rest of us do, man. Ice not cold beer my, in one hand, cell phone in the other hand. Not only am I still blocked, it remains the second to last tweet he's done anything about. It's up on his Twitter account still. <laughs> still hasn't got rid of it. It's been up there for a month. Well, he's on a hiatus because he can't figure out how to delete that one. He doesn't tweet very often. There's a chance that you thing. You keep asking me to do him a favor and delete it. I told you all you have to do to, get, to help him out, just delete your tweet and it's gone and will never show up on his timeline. But I think you like it being on his timeline. That's, I think I think you yeah, want it on exactly his timeline. Right. That's just exactly right. just want to unblock me. He wants to, if I'll delete the tweet if he'll unblock me. That's the terms? Those are the terms. Have you communicated that with his people? I don't even know his people. Just get in touch with K-State PR department. You guys want to have him on this week? Yeah, I do. Preview the big game? Definitely. Ask him about K-State basketball? You know, whatever. Even though he coached football? Are, are there yeah, lots K-State, of things that he's any, not experts on. Are there any K-State, I mean, like, <laughs> serious questions? Are there any K-State players, football players, like, former K-State that are still out of the four teams? Honestly, I'm trying to think real quick. Not on the Chiefs, right? So, 
Am I missing somebody? I, I went to K-State that's playing on any of the four teams. I I, I don't have all four teams' mem- rosters memorized. Not I do, but I'm not going to answer the question because you guys said that I was gone for two minutes. You were. I think it might have been three and a half. Minutes. It wasn't. It wasn't, okay? It's also very so drop it. <laughs> you so drop it now. Where? I'll drop it. Just tell me where you were. I'm not going to tell you that. The restroom. No, I don't use the restroom during the show. I use the restroom during breaks. Except for that time last week when you had to use the restroom during the show. Oh, yeah. Emergency. He was, well, the was guy emergency. was sick. The guy was sick. It was an emergency, point. yeah. He was sick. You're going to badmouth him for being sick? No, I was saying that that time was fine. But he was saying he never uses the bathroom in during the show, and that's true. But also, he didn't have someone fill in, so I didn't think it was a bathroom emergency. I think he just left. Hmm. Sometimes I'll dip out. I have to go holler at somebody real quick. Like, boom, boom. Hmm. I'm maybe, maybe. How long do you think it was? Honestly. I think it was about two and a half to three minutes. It wasn't. Um, I can assure you it was It was less than two minutes. So I just happened to look over at the wrong time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. Okay. We'll lay and off. maybe, we'll lay and off, maybe you know? I was coordinating with another coworker about plans later this week for the oh. show. Wow. Maybe, maybe myself and another coworker were both trying to book a similar guest for the show this week. And well, did you fight? You may, you, we better have fight? won. We better have won. <laughs> we this. won. We did win? We won. We won. Yeah. Good job, Nick. We did it. Nice work. Well, maybe if you guys weren't being smart mouths, I would have uh, broke that news to you during the break, but you guys just had to call me out. I was just asking where you were. That's all. Getting stuff done. Getting stuff Taking care of business, done. huh? TCO being. <laughs> Do you guys not have anything else to talk about? I mean, so many things we can still talk about, but now it feels like we're in the weird flex time of normally we should take a break in about a minute. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we don't want to get into like a fresh thing. That feels too soon. But we don't want to break too soon because we got told we shouldn't break too soon. So now what do we do? What do we do with this minute of time is really what we're down to. Do we joke? Do we let you talk? Do we ask you where you are more? You already said that. Do we make fun of more tweets? Eh, it just feels like, you know, mess around. <laughs> so just like do whatever you want. No one cares. That's all I got. You got to fill the rest of the 40 seconds. <laughs> he can't help himself. Whopper, whopper, <laughs> whopper, whopper. He can't help himself. That stupid song. I thought you were going to play the Bengals one. Can't help himself. I just laughed. I wasn't even going to say anything. Oh, I think I think it would have. You broke. All right. Coming up next, we will get to what's trending, and then we will get back into exactly who stepped up and what it means for the faith in this organization drafting going forward. That's next. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Subscribe and download all new episodes of Nick's Waving in the Week podcast, released every Thursday on the 435 Podcast Network and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, a little update from Andy Reid earlier today. You heard it right here on 610 Sports Radio in regards to the health of Patrick Mahomes, that ankle. Andy Reid said he thinks that the Mahomes' right high ankle sprain isn't quite as bad as the one he suffered back in 2019 against Jacksonville. Uh, as we mentioned, Mahomes then played the following week throwing four touchdown passes, but different ankle, so just keep that in mind. But also said that uh, in terms of does he need to have reps all week long in order to play, he basically was like, oh, he's never had he's never had to do it that way. Uh, but I think we all understand uh, he can. he's going to play on Sunday. Uh, he also said that uh, in terms of the, the treatment right now, quote, he's worked hard treatment and is doing okay. And the mindset for Mahomes is he's going to play on Sunday as well. Next up on Watch Trending, AFC and NFC title games are set. Obviously, we know that it's Chiefs and Bengals in that first matchup or that late matchup on Sunday. But Eagles 49ers will make up the first of those two. The Eagles are now favorites in that. We had mentioned before the divisional round had started, the 49ers had become favorites all of a sudden. I think because people thought there was a better chance of an upset maybe in that game, or maybe they're just big believers of the 49ers roster. But those are the two best teams and have been in the NFC all year, and this is the two best teams in the AFC. I really think we ended up with the four best teams in the NFL after everything shook out. I think any question you had about Jalen Hurts, like bouncing back from the injury and stuff, that all is not really a worry. They answered all those questions. That, that yeah, might have been They buried the Giants. Yeah, that was impressive what, what they were able to do. So uh, it is going to be a fun week uh, all across all four cities that are involved in AFC and NFC uh, title games. That is for sure coming up on Sunday. Next up on What's Trending, second interview for Sean Payton. We know he's out there interviewing with multiple organizations. The report is a second interview this week with the Denver Broncos. It does not mean that he's for sure going with Denver, but that is the first team he's having a second interview with. The one thing I think, you know, compensation-wise, it's been discussed what the Broncos would have to give up, including a first-round pick. But we know salary-wise, if Sean Payton's number is so high, there are some teams that just won't simply, just won't pay it. Yeah, The Broncos are as good of a shape as anybody in the NFL when it comes to the being able to pay owner. that. Yeah, the, the new owners, the Walton family, I think they, I think they have some money. Uh, so, why the Panthers are in the mix, too. The Teppers will pay whatever. No question. So that'll be one to follow. But Sean Payton, I mean, the report is he wants at least $20 million a year. And someone's going to someone's gonna pay him that. What does it mean Andy makes? Does Andy make $20 million a year? I think he makes like 13, and all of a sudden I'm like, wait, is he grossly underpaid? Well, look, if Sean I don't Payton, know what he pay, by he's paid, by the way. The Chiefs are a private organization who do not release the salary um, of their head coach. If Sean Payton gets hired and ends up making 21 or 22, there will be multiple people that are agents for head coaches knocking on their door of the owners asking for bumps, and I imagine that would happen here as well. Next up on Watch Trending, new top 25 out for the Associated Press. Kansas State cracking the top five at number five. Kansas falls down to number nine after back-to-back losses for them. Missouri not in the top 25 again after their win against Arkansas, but did receive votes. Kansas, the only one in action tonight. They'll play on Big Monday against Baylor in Waco. Yeah, They're first, actually underdogs yeah, the against gym. an unranked Baylor well, team. I mean, KU did not look good at all on, on Saturday at Outfield. We know they lost a close one in overtime against uh, against Kansas State. Um, 
K-State ranked top five for the first time in 12-plus years. So, obviously, what Jerome Tang continues to do is just unbelievable. He's going to be the Big 12 Coach of the Year, as we've said. And to me, he should be the National Coach of the Year as well. Uh, lastly, on what's trending, unfortunately, Tony Pollard, their season for the Cowboys already over. But Tony Pollard uh, going to have surgery on a broken leg. Initially, they called it a high ankle sprain, but he had to get carted to the locker room. Did That's not what return, happened to his ankle sprain sometimes. And um, he ended up breaking his leg. But And the, tough for him, I believe he's a free agent. Uh, as well so he's going to be now coming off a broken leg and hopefully that doesn't impact his value he was fantastic for dallas uh, this season that's what's trending here on cody and gold of course our nfl playoff coverage is brought to you by twin peaks eats drinks scenic views looking at uh, how everything transpired on saturday night out at arrowhead yes it was you know chad henney stepping up in a huge huge way chad henney at 37 years old now twice in playoff games has stepped in in the middle of a football game and made a couple crucial plays. He sealed the win against Cleveland. And the way the game was going with the Jags, you're backed up at your own two-yard line. Uh, you need to go 98 yards for a touchdown drive. For him to kind of calm the waters a little bit, not only put points on the board with the touchdown to Kelsey, but kind of smooth things over, calm everybody down, allow Patrick Mahomes time to go get the ankle looked at in the locker room. That was that was so clutch, and he deserves all the credit in the world. Yet again, that's twice he's been able to do that last time it was at the end of the game, but they need it. I mean, that was breathability mm-hmm. when they got to like the 30, by the way, like their own 30. I was like, all right, great job. Eddie. don't even care if you punt it away. I was like already feeling good about that drive. Weren't you? Yeah. You just wanted some space. Yeah. You just wanted yeah. to, and then the personal foul roughing the passer penalty. Uh, also, uh, you know, certainly helped that drive as well, but think about who stepped up, not just him, but a seventh rounder in Isaiah Pacheco. And a seventh rounder in Jalen Watson. Jalen Watson made the incredible interception, one of the better ones you'll see in terms of athletic plays to, to go up there and get the pick of, of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, seventh rounders, this team uh, continues to have guys that were rookies or drafted late step up in big moments. I mean, Jalen Watson's done it twice now. He did it in week two against the Chargers, the pick six that we know they don't win that game without that. And then they're not the number one seed without that win. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Watson... You know, he has his moments. He's a rookie. Like, there's times where he gets beat. We all know that. Uh, I do think the entire young class that's in the second era right now has gotten better as the season has gone on. But it's pretty fun to watch and also makes you feel good about the future, seeing some of these guys that were drafted late step up in, in big, big ways. I think that when you look at what they're doing and what the Chiefs have done, a lot of this is credit to Brett Feach because of just the pure drafting he's done. But I'll give Spag some credit here. I... We went into the season saying, I said I'd kind of almost give Spags a bit of a pass. Like, I think it had been unfair to bury him this year knowing that he was going to have to have a second-year linebacker in Bolton, a third-year linebacker in Willie Gay, three – it ended up being three rookie corners. Their second-best pass rusher that they were going to count on a majority of the season was a rookie as well. They were counting on a guy new to their system in Reed, a – you know, like uh, uh, they've counted on Brian Cook a little bit or, or whoever, right? They've counted on rookie and young players throughout the entire defense, and they have found a way to be average. Being average is a hell of a feat. And against them in particular, like against Jacksonville, it was one of their best defensive efforts. And I think that when when Kansas City is looking back at this year, this is this two-year run, absent obviously the draft where they took Patrick Mahomes, this is going to be maybe the, two, the, the best two-year run ever. For them from a drafting perspective. Drafting is volatile. Doesn't mean Veach is going to keep hitting at this success rate. But this is an incredible success rate. Two rookies helping you win a divisional round playoff game when your star quarterback is injured in the game. Yeah, I mean, hold a parade. You know, like, not that, but Brett Veach should be sitting up in his office today feeling fantastic. No, they about should, the job they should do a parade now. Just for the job he did? 
Yeah, so they'll do a parade after they win the Super Bowl, but actually do a parade this week just for Brett Veach and all the rookies. They get their own? Yeah. That's nice. You know, we always talk about judging rookies based off, like, okay, what are they? Do you are they second contract players? Are they guys who you want to build around for the future? If you have two seventh rounders making massive plays in the divisional round to help you win a football game, I don't care if they get a second contract. No. If they get eight City. total oh, years out of them, yeah. you did it. Seventh round, eight total years, right? Between no, Jalen Watson and Pacheco, no, 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 fantastic. No, they, no, 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 this could be the only year they play. If they win the right. Super Bowl and, and they, they make big plays, Correct. don't care what they do the rest of their career. Seventh rounders. Uh, Making the team and having any playing time is rare. You know, is 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 a nice asset to to get out of a seventh rounder. Let alone to Nick's point, uh, huge impacts, winning you football games, being in a position where if you lose one of them, it is a problem uh, for for you as an organization. So, yeah, and then also to your point, a little bit more the second contract. Uh, the answer, by the way, still no on. Just like with Clyde as well, like you don't need to give a second contract to Pacheco. Same thing. Pacheco he's, could he's lead running, the NFL. Back. We don't. We're four years. We're three or four years away from that, fortunately. But yeah, you don't. You don't need to give. Does any anyone need to like second contract? Could we just go back and watch the 49ers Cowboys game and watch Ezekiel Elliott run and be like, nah, I'm good, <laughs> fine, thanks. Well, yeah, and even like even the Cowboys were like, why pay? Why why pay Ezekiel Elliott when you can have a guy like Tony Pollard? Listen, even before Tony Pollard's injury, which sucks for him, it cost mm-hmm. him so much money. It's going to cost yeah, him so much time. money. But I think Cowboys were looking at Tony Pollard and saying, no, Tony Pollard is the reason why we're not going to pay Tony Pollard. Because you can just always get another one. There's Correct. always another guy who you can plug in and get production from. But if you get four, you know, fourth corner years at a seventh round pick in Watson or Williams, I mean, there are guys like we were talking about uh, – Daxon Hill, who, who did actually make a really good play for Yeah, did the, you see that? Cincinnati we, in that game. Just last week, we were mentioning draft picks, and I think Cody, and fairly, he had so, done nothing. And fairly so, Cody was like, that guy's done absolutely nothing. What does he do, what does he do on Sunday? That's <laughs> the best play of his career so far. Uh-huh, he comes up with uh-huh, a pick to uh-huh. steal it. But I mean, there Anybody are, else we want to have, we need to speak into existence to have a big game? I think I should be talking about the Chiefs that yeah, way. Yeah, please, doing that please way. do. I think when you look at it, there are a lot across the league. There are third and fourth and fifth round picks that have a really hard time getting on the field in their first year, right? Sky Moore is a really good example of that. You know, Kadarius Tony already takes snaps away from him. He kind of does everything. Sky Moore's having a hard time finding his way. Can't get on the field. The seventh, that, but if you can back it up with seventh rounders, no one cares. No one cares that your second rounder doesn't matter as much if you are getting starter play out of four other draft picks. The only the as we've when we've talked about Brett Veach, the only thing anybody can even remotely say anymore about where he's at as a GM is you would like him to have the skill position player become a superstar that he drafted. Don't we all, right? I mean that that's it. I mean, truly. Can he draft a, a star wide receiver? That's, can he really, draft, that's really where we're at now. That's it's it. It's kind of like I mean, can he draft really, the Hall of Famer because like, Dorsey did that a bunch. He drafted yeah, I mean, Hill and Kelsey and Mahomes, and you're like draft a Hall of Famer, man. Come on. You're not worried about any of the other stuff anymore. It is really. Yeah. Like, can you go and draft at a, a top three position? Go and draft a, a, a star or someone that can have a massive impact. Carl has had him. Is ended up having a massive impact. Yeah. Yes. The one the one knock is just wide receiver, and hopefully that gets rectified next year. And it feels but like it should be it. easy because you know Mahomes makes every receiver so good. Feels like you should be able to find that guy. But does it matter? Like, to me, I'm less worried about his ability to draft a number one wide receiver if they're the number one offense in the NFL without doing it. Like, he can just keep taking stabs at that. There are 15 good wide receivers in every NFL draft. You can just keep taking your picks there. One a year, forever. And because they haven't had to give up assets recently to replace members of their team because they've drafted so well. Because in the early part, 
they were giving up picks for Orlando Brown Jr., giving up picks for Frank Clark. But because over the last two years they've drafted so well, mm-hmm. they're not going to be in such a bad spot where they have to give up picks to replace. It. They can just draft them. This this is the they're in the complete opposite spot of where Buffalo's at. You know you know Kansas oh, City. Yeah, they're in a bad. Uh, way. Not only has the as we always say the ring in the back pocket, uh, unlike Buffalo, but Buffalo was all in. Kansas City, we you know. Technically, everybody looked at him like, oh, they're taking a half, half step back. They're trading Tyreek Hill and all this. I thought that. Yeah, understandably so. We all kind of did. On a playoff team, but they're not going to maybe represent the AFC. And right now, they're 14-win team hosting an AFC title game for a fifth straight season. And then you look at what the conversation has to be in Buffalo today. I mean, our guy Mike Shope up there at, at WGR 550. I mean, not only is it a depressing day, anytime you get knocked out of the playoffs, we've all we felt that here in Kansas City. Plenty. Last year. I, I, and didn't certainly, cer- certainly had that last year. And hopefully, we don't have that on Monday. Um, but they went all in. The guy they went all in with, Von Miller, one of them, got hurt. They have some guys like Jordan Poyer, Devin Singletary, and others. They have to, are unrestricted free agents. You brought up Josh, Josh Allen's cap hit's going to go up like we had to see happen here in Kansas City. Like $30 million. All that stuff already happened in Kansas City, but we have a ring here in KC. They don't. They've never won a championship in that city, period. Their hockey team hasn't won one. Their football team hasn't won one. And now Cincinnati's lapped them. Uh, the Jags are coming, right? Yeah, and Burroughs. So Miami he, Dolphins, we'll see what happens. But, like, they're not a pushover in that division. You know, the 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 Jets, we'll see, right? they got to get a quarterback. But that that team seems to be better than they have been over the last couple of years. This was the year to get it done, Buffalo, and you didn't get it done. That Nobody should be in a, feeling worse today than, than Buffalo, considering what they, they, they went ahead and risked understandably so, and they got nothing to show for it. But doesn't a lot of this come down to what you ultimately think about Josh Allen? Like, do you just think Josh Allen is a good quarterback, or do you think Josh Allen will be remembered as one of the best quarterbacks of this era? Because if you feel that way... And I still think he's a top-five quarterback. Right, right. But are we just talking about he's a top... Like, this is is his window versus... Because we've done this in the past where, like... There was a while where Peyton Manning was criticized for not being able to win mm-hmm. the big game. I don't think Josh Allen's Peyton Manning, but yeah. how good do you think he is? Because if you think he's one of the greats, then you probably expect him to continue to compete for Look, championships, gonna, The Bills right? aren't suddenly going to just start missing postseasons or anything, but the, the notion that we're going to go into multiple years over the next two where they're one of the favorite. Like, I think there's don't a you chance, think they will be next year? I, I think they're going to be like the third or fourth team. That we look at, not, right? But that's you know, still one of the favorites. But they were the favorite. Sure, they but were the favorite this year. No, yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I think, yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna just fall off and not be in no. the mix for ch- no, conference th- championships and Super Bowl runs. I think what'll happen is they'll end up being the team that everything has to line up for. Is how we'll view them. Hey, you got to be the one seed and then not play Cincinnati and the Chiefs because you can't be both, right? They're gonna need the things to go their way. Cincinnati and the Chiefs don't. They don't need things to go their way. They either make them go their way by making well, themselves the one seed. To be fair, the Chiefs had some things go their way to get the one seed and not have to play both of those teams like the Bills. And like Sure, and we're thankful for that, right? right? right. But it's but the Chiefs have made five straight AFC title games. We don't get to like pin them with they need things to go their way to play in no, this game. I'm, I'm Absolutely with you. I'm not. With you. They, yeah. you know, because of what they've been able to do in the conference, they're not going to get stuck with that. And the Bills have now, in three straight years of being one of the best teams in the NFL. They have made one AFC title game and nothing else. All they else, the only other thing they have to show for it is almost beat the Chiefs. And regular I mean, that's, season and, wins. And, and a playoff right. game. And regular season wins yeah. that don't mean anything. Cincinnati, it's it's a conference of two teams. It is Chiefs and the Cincinnati 
Bengals. The Bills are no longer in this conversation. They don't get to be until they do important things. I will say, though, if you want to still be the team in the AFC, if you're the Chiefs, you, you, you can't lose on Sunday. It would be sure. two, two years to losing to Cincy in the title game at home and two years where Cincy, that means, is in the Super Bowl. And who knows? Maybe they end up winning the Super Bowl if they beat you. Like you, the, you can't go into next season claiming, you know, we're still top, you know, the whole, we joked, right? The, the, boy, the big dog or whatever Joe Mixon said, like we're the big dog. They are, if they beat you on Sunday, there will be no, there will be no debate. 4-0 against Mahomes and the Chiefs. Two AFC title game wins. Back-to-back Super Bowl appearances. There will, you, you can't even argue. You might not like it. You can't even argue it at that point. So this isn't, you know, if you don't want to have to deal with that all offseason, then the Chiefs have to win on Sunday if that's the case. This game is much bigger for the Chiefs organizationally than it is the Bengals. The Bengals feel like they played with house money last year. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're not even supposed to be here. Right, they still have that well, sort of mentality. What, I don't feel that way about that, them anymore. Are you kidding me? That's certainly what they're trying to sell in Cincy is that nobody believes that they should be here. I mean, that's definitely what they're trying Just to as sell. As a franchise, right? Like their that brand is not as strong as the Chiefs. The Chiefs have for everything that we've just talked about. They won a Super Bowl three years ago. They've been to five straight AFC Championship games. They've already bagged a ring. The Bengals haven't, but. I still feel like for the Chiefs, if you lose this game, then all of a sudden it's why is there this one team mm-hmm. that we can't get past? Oh, I think I would ask that question. Then you'd be like, is it going to be when they get cheaper? But that might not even solve it. They play part of this season without Jamar Chase. Well, it's just, and go, they won all those games. You, so it's like you go in the next season and they're 4-0 against you and you're going to play them in the regular season again. And the talk, oh, if they're 4-0, they're going to go 5-0. And if you beat them, it's like, okay, wow, you're 4-1, but can you beat them in the playoffs? Like These are all things that will come up. You can end and it. rightfully so. You can end it on Sunday night at Arrowhead. And you don't want a team getting in your head because that's what happened with the Chiefs in Buffalo where you, you put your whole offseason – on getting past this one team. How do we get past them? How do we get past them? Where does the issue lie? I mean, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is the kind of quarterback who's going to go in fearing in particular team, but this is the only team in the NFL, in my opinion, who doesn't fear them. Everyone else looks at the Chiefs mm-hmm. a different way. They're like, wow, look at them. Look at what they accomplished. They're so tough. you got to give your best effort. They're almost impossible to beat. And Cincinnati's like, so what? We beat you all the time. It's like regular for us. I think they're the only team in the NFL who looks at the yeah. Chiefs not with any ounce of fear in the way that they're going to play against him, nor should they yeah. at this point because they have regularly beaten them. They should be ultra confident. Like the, the arrogance is earned and deserved. You know what I mean? Like the confidence and arrogance is, is, is earned and deserved for that franchise with this current group. Yeah, you're Nick, you're right about the history of what we think of Cincinnati, but Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Mixon, this group. I mean, like, and Zach Taylor, we all heard his comments. I mean, li- listen to this again. This was, this was Zach Taylor after the win uh, yesterday. For the neutral site, I mean, yeah, we, we just we had our mindset to go play in Kansas City, and, and uh, it, 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 I, it, is, it is tough because they're, they have to formulate the plans for coin tosses, and they got to formulate the plans for neutral site games, and we just keep screwing it up for everybody, and I hate that for, for people that have to endure all those logistical issues, and then uh, we just keep screwing it up, so I'm sorry. Obviously, a lot of shade being thrown there from. Uh, I like from, the little from, like piano ballad underneath. From, as well. from, uh, <laughs> yeah, from from Zach Taylor. I mean, that's now look. It's funny, like the whining about the coin toss that never happened. You're still whining about the damn coin toss that never happened. You know, that's kind of funny to me. I told you I thought since and you won, so it doesn't yeah, matter. You were never going to be the one seed. The Chiefs won out their schedule. But that's we all saw the locker room clip as well. That's the mindset and what they're going with. No, you know, every team. Look for years, guys. 
for years the Patriots claimed they were underdogs, and they were and they they had won multiple rings. And so don't be I mean, the fact that since he's doing it shouldn't surprise us. The New England Patriots did it, and they had won four, five, six, you know, yeah. four or five rings together. It was more egregious even when they were doing. I it. mean, they were wearing the underdog T-shirts and all that. Like Cincinnati hasn't won anything in fairness, but. They're not like, don't let them. They are not the underdogs. I mean, I guess by the Vegas line this weekend, they're a one point dog. Okay. But they're not really the underdog overall. That means on a neutral site, they think that they're better than Kansas city. Right. Like, so it's not, you know, when we talk about where these teams are, they're on equal footing as far as current success. I understand the chiefs have the ring, but I, you know, Nick had pointed out earlier, the chiefs won that super bowl before Joe Burrow was even in the league. But it's, I mean, they've been in the lead together for three years, right? I think what a lot of it, yeah, and a lot of it is there were stretches. There have been stretches ever since Mahomes got into the league that the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. A lot of stretches, right? Basically, the last three yeah. years, ever since they won the Super Bowl, week to week, it's been, yeah, they're the best team, and if they're not the best, they're the second best. The Bills have had that sort of title at times over the last two years. Mm-hmm. At no point has anybody ever really looked at the Bengals and said, that's the best team in the NFL. I think that's where that underdog mentality comes from. We've respected them, but they've always been, I think, in our mind over the last 14 months, like a second-tier team. They can change. They may have already changed that, right? But they, they certainly can if they win on Sunday. And even if they weren't to lose in the Super Bowl, they can go into next season as saying, we're the best, you know, we're, this is our conference, yada, yada, yada. Like, the one thing that, of course, the Chiefs still have over them is that they've got the ring, but... If they beat you, I don't care. It's a two-way street. If If you beat them, then we got to go pull up those Mm -hmm. receipts from Joe Mixon saying we're the big dog in the AFC. Of course. This is what's fun. Are you? This is what's great. You can can shut them up in the simplest way way, possible is winning. um, Probably not enough time to get into this before the end of the show, but this is the Chiefs' biggest rival. So we can just establish that now, right? No matter how this game goes, this is the Chiefs' biggest rival. Rivals are not built in the AFC anymore. Certainly not the AFC West where they clown on those teams every year. Rivalries are about who's great when. And the Chiefs and the Bengals are both great now and have been great for years and are going to be great for years and have now played in several big, important games against each other. You can't say that about any other team they currently It's the face. new marquee matchup. Yes. It is the marquee matchup Burrow in the NFL Mahomes. right now. It's not Allen and Mahomes right now. It's not. It's I don't know, right. like it's rivalry, rivalry, you know, you think about like a historic rivalry, what that really means. And like, there's not this built in hatred for the Bengals. No, but that's like Patriots Colts. It's like they didn't have a, like a huge yeah. history of hating each other. Yeah. They just started playing an important I, game. I would say you got to beat them uh, for it to be a rivalry. Yeah. One-sided rivalries don't really have a lot of weight to them. So win one. And that will definitely, I think, change it. Because if you go down 0-4 and, and you say, oh, the Bengals are the Chiefs' biggest rivals, I think the Bengals would look back and say, well, I don't know if we really echo that same sentiment here because we, we just keep beating you. They just say we have no rivals? Is that what their answer Which is? Which is weird for them I mean, Cincinnati probably is. I mean, Cincinnati <laughs> at this point, win or lose. I mean, I do think Cincinnati, like, outside of the division hatred rivalry stuff with the Raiders over the years, Cincinnati will be the most hated team for Chiefs fans they probably I mean they might already be there now they talk you know a lot um, they beat you a lot it's a pretty good combo to hate them when they're not your mm-hmm. t- I see can see why their fans love them oh but sure. it's easy on oh, the outside look, from this you, angle if, very if easy if to you're dislike a Cincinnati them. fan your quarterback is calm cool he's arrogant but he's great like absolutely you Jamar Chase is stuff if you were in Cincinnati you final word. outside of that this is how it works in sport yeah I, I can't stand Cincinnati I cannot <laughs> stand them the, we talk, I think even last year we talked about like just the, the smug arrogance of Joe Burrow. Can't stand it. But if I was a fan of their team, I would love it. Would love it. Oh, I'm sure. It'll be interesting to see where the, like, if you were to pull fans, like we, we all said if the Chiefs were playing the Bills, then the country would be rooting for Buffalo. 
Are we sure that the country is rooting for Cincy? No, I think it's probably 50 Because of that arrogance? I don't I don't know. We can talk. We'll have all week to talk about this. We cannot wait. It's going to be a great week, a fun week. We'll have some great guests coming our way later on this week as well. We're back at it tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Up next, though, it is The Drive with CDOT right here on 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.